0: What's that place you've always wanted to try?
1: Well, you're there sharing plates with just one bite.
0: Or on second thought, maybe not sharing.
1: It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. This is an interactive, interactive interactive podcast designed for audience participation. Come talk, talk talk, text chat, or listen live
0: at talkshoe.com. Grindstone's local station, 590 Radio, WMBS. <laughs>
1: The following program is intended for immature audiences only.
2: You'll listen <laughs> to my Uncle Bill on.
0: Alexander brought to you in part by The Net Connection, local people providing you with local internet access. The Net Connection offers a no risk two week free trial period and unlimited access with no setup charges. The Net Connection offers a high speed fiber optic network and customer support seven days a week. Give The Net Connection a call at 326 8355 or 929 4700. Or visit them on the web at www.dp.net. The Net Connection, local people providing you with local Internet access. It is a Thursday evening in southwestern Pennsylvania. Hopefully, everything's going fine for you on this Thursday night, the 28th of June, 2001. Wow, thinking about it, it's the last show we have for the month of June because next Monday is July 2nd already. Hard to believe. This wraps up our radio talk show week here at 590 WMBS, the home of the only talk program in Fayette County. I like to keep it that way. Sound good to you? Sound good to me? Coming up in about, oh, three or four minutes from this very moment in time, we're going to have a special guest via the telephone by the name of Chuck Blasco. And if you're not familiar with Chuck, you're familiar with his music, because we play it here a lot, and you hear it pretty much everywhere. Chuck was one of the singers of the Vogues, and he'll be performing this Sunday at the 2001 Independence Day Celebration and Cook-Off, located at the Uniontown Mall, just uh, on the field next to Sears and Roebuck. And we're going to be uh, there with the Vogues. We're bringing the Vogues in along with Union time Mall. And we're going to have a good old time. We start everything at noon on Sunday, wrap everything up with the fireworks at 9.30. So uh, we're going to be there. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk more about that throughout the program since we're getting close on it. And I'm trying to get out as many people as possible. And when you fill out the survey, remember WMBS. Four little letters, three little numbers, 590. Works real easy, okay? Anyways, let's take a look at our lottery numbers and we'll take a look at our weather forecast. First off, the PA lottery numbers, the daily number 107, that's 107, the big four number 4975, 4975, the cash five numbers 28, 31, 32, 34, and 38. Again, 28. 31, 32, 34, and 38. If you got it going yet, if not, if better luck tomorrow evening. And now look at our weather forecast for Uniontown and all of southwestern Pennsylvania. This just off the Associated Press. Overnight, mostly clear, patchy fog developing towards early morning, low in the mid 60s. Friday, partly sunny. A chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Highs in the upper 80s. Chance of rain on Friday, 30%. Friday night, a chance of showers and thunderstorms early. Otherwise, partly cloudy lows in the upper 60s. Chance of rain, 30%. Saturday, partly sunny, scattered showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Hazy with highs in the upper 80s. Chance of rain, 40%. The extended outlook for Saturday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms. Low near 65. Now on Sunday, we have to think good thoughts. Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid-80s. Monday, scattered showers, lows near 60, highs in the upper 70s. Tuesday, mostly clear, low near 60, highs near 80. The 4th of July, next Wednesday, partly cloudy, low near 60, high near 80. Then on Thursday, one week from today, partly cloudy, lows near 60, and highs in the upper 70s. Currently in Uniontown and all over southwestern Pennsylvania, it's 76 degrees. We're going to step away for a brief moment, and we'll come back to... Me with Chuck Blasco via the telephone. Chuck from The Vogue's here on your local station for the only talk program in Fayette County, 590 Radio, WMBS.
1: Hi, this is Chuck Blasco of The Vogue's, and you're listening to WMBS, your local station.
2: Every moment just to keep a job, I gotta find my way through the hustle that mob sounds of the city pounding in my brain, swallowing up the goes down the drain. Yeah, yeah, for never father the world when the west blow
0: Your local station, 590 Radio WMBS, yours truly, Bill Alexander. With you. And this is an honor for me. I actually had the pleasure of. Talking briefly with this gentleman last year at the cook-off, except now we get to do it a little bit longer. On the phone line with me right now is Chuck Blasco of the Vogue's. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Bill. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing tonight? Uh,
1: just fine.
0: That's great. Now, uh, you're going to be coming to uh, Fayette County on Sunday, and Sunday? you're going to be performing with the Vogue's. And um, Anything you plan on doing different, or
1: is it uh, somewhat the same show that we did last year? Well, no. We do have some new material. Of course, we all you know you have to do all the records that's why people come right uh but we do have some new new material that we're doing and uh uh, we kind of change that up uh in january when it 's a little slow we uh, uh, we get together and uh put uh, new material together mm-hmm. How many years have you and the group actually been performing uh this is my going on thirty seven years thirty seven years yes yeah,
0: thirty seven years ago did you think you 'd be performing
1: uh actually no <laughs>
0: Um, of the original group, how many members are still together? Uh
1: just myself. Just yourself. Yeah. Now what happened to the other guys? Uh still uh still around. Uh of course Donnie now uh has retired mm-hmm. and he uh lives in Florida. As a matter of fact I just talked to Donnie's he's back up uh yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's back up for a month and he's going then he'll go back to Florida. And Bill and uh uh, Huey still lives in uh, the Pittsburgh area. Oh, okay, sure. Now, um, when you, you when the guys got together, it was what 1958, somewhere around there. Uh, actually, well, yeah, 58. But we had a uh, uh, our first recording uh, was on Coral Records, which was which one will it be? But we were at that point called the Valairs.
0: The Valairs, okay. Right,
1: and uh, actually, there was five of us. There was five in the group. Uh, a fellow by the name of Neil Foster is, uh, uh, I believe it's about oh about three or four years ago uh, that Neil had passed passed away, and uh, but uh, uh, some of the guys went to the service and came back out and we reformed, and Neil did not want to pursue that avenue uh, as far as show business goes or uh, singing and uh, went on to a different career. And us, the, out of the Val uh, four of us uh, stayed together and then became the Vogues. Now, where did the name the Vogues come from? Uh, actually, it became came from a uh, place in East McKeesport, a place called the Vogue Terrace. Okay. Which was a uh, super nightclub. It was beautiful. And and you basically just take the name took the name
0: from the nightclub then. Well,
1: uh, we uh, in high school we had proms there and mm-hmm. would uh, go up and see different acts. The uh, uh, and the uh, uh, manager and like a co-owner of the place was a uh, fellow by the name of Almar Willett,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, he became actually our manager, our first manager. Oh wow! Uh huh. Now. Um, my audience, and also the staff people here at WMBS,
0: uh-huh. knows that I have an infatuation with the Vogue's. Uh-huh. I've, uh, let's see, I'm 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 in my mid 30s. We'll just we'll just leave it right there. And I've been uh, a big fan of the Vogue's. And one of the reasons is is because when I was a kid, um, my father was friends with someone that uh, you gentlemen worked with by the name of Don, Dominic Bacroni. Oh, sure. And um, I actually have some of the uh, reel-to-reel machines that uh-huh. some of you guys used to work on. Oh, sure. And last year I had you sign one of the covers of uh, the old Apex uh, machine that I have, and people thought I was crazy as I carried this under my arm last year.
1: No, that's a classic.
0: And um, I've, I've always always have been infatuated with the group. Now, you you guys basically got rediscovered in the, uh, I guess it would be about the mid-'80s with the movie Good Morning Vietnam, when uh, they used the Five O'Clock World as one of the openings,
1: oh, right? Uh, uh, yeah, that was a well. Quite frankly, it was a big surprise to all of us mm-hmm. when uh, we had found out that it was going to be in the movie. Uh, with, uh, but it, 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 yeah, it was a resurgence, a uh, uh, quite a thrill, really.
0: And then uh, in the early 90s, a comedian by the name of Drew Carey decided he was
1: going to use the same song for the opening of his TV program. Exactly. Uh, uh, Five O'Clock World. Uh, and he, I believe he used that for a year. And then the uh, Cleveland Rocks. Right. Now, my question has
0: always been, especially with that version of Five O'Clock Clock World that Drew Carey used, is that the same
1: one that we're familiar with, or was it sped up just ever so slightly? Well, well you know what I think it was uh, kind of sped up a little bit okay. uh to fit the what they were doing on the program but mm-hmm. yes it is us uh but they altered it a little bit of course no problem there
0: right now um the vogues the Chuck Blasco and the vogues you were you had a problem with the name about what 10 15 years ago
1: oh yeah Yeah, Um, yeah, quite frankly, it's still going on.
0: I remember seeing a program. It was a a news magazine type thing, and they were talking about trademarks. And the Vogues, you were only considered the Vogues in Western Pennsylvania, am I correct? Uh, Yes. What happened? How did you guys lose the
1: name? Well, quite frankly, it's, you know, well, first of all, it's not an isolated problem Mm -hmm. uh, with the Vogues. It's, It's been going on for years and years and years that uh you take the platters the coasters the drifters uh uh i mean there's been so many different acts out there calling themselves the platters drifters the coasters Dennis Yost and the classics four and uh the vogues and what have you it's uh, uh but you know it's record companies uh management uh, it's uh, our our situation was a record company mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, when you come from a small town, uh, <laughs> Turtle Creek, right. and, uh, you know, it, it, you don't even know what a trademark is, to tell mm-hmm. you the truth. Uh, but these guys are savvy to uh, what's going on in the business, and basically you get uh, kind of ripped off.
0: Well, I was uh, on the Internet the other night, um, and I was searching a few things, and I typed in the vogues and, of course, it brought up this other group mm-hmm. who now supposedly has a new recording out. And what they did is they re-recorded all your classics. Right. <laughs> and I'm going, wait a minute, how can you get away with doing that? Yeah. But the average public
1: doesn't realize that they're not the Vogue's. Uh, well, they are trademark-wise, right. but they're not the original Vogue's. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: No, not an original member in the group. Now, you mentioned um, with record labels. How many different record labels were you on? Well, let's see. At uh, 59, we were, uh, we were on Coral Records. Uh, and that was with the Val mm-hmm. And uh 65, we were Coen C. Okay. And then went from Coen C to Warner Brothers Reprise, and that's when we had Turnaround and Special Angel and all all those hits. And then we went from uh, uh, Warner Brothers to 20th Century Fox. And what year was that, the 20th Century? Uh, I'm going to say 74, 72. Three, something like that.
0: Now, in front of me, I have the actually the first album you did on Reprise. Okay. Uh, let's see. What? what it's, turn around and look at me with a really interesting-looking psychedelic type cover cover right. on it.
1: You're right. Like in the clouds and everything. They took that. They, as a matter of fact, they uh, uh, to fit that. What should I say? That air mm-hmm. of the psychedelic uh, look. Uh, they put that on it, but they actually they changed that uh, uh, that cover mm-hmm. uh, after, uh, I guess it was maybe a month on the market. Or oh, like, really? Yeah, and they changed it.
0: Now, what I think is interesting is mm-hmm. the the uh, the jacket liner on the back mm-hmm.
2: that says, The
0: Vogues, four youth Quakers from Turtle Creek, Pennsylvania, <laughs> toppling the timbers of major clubs and arenas across the U.S. of A. with the heaviest acts since Davy and the Fat Boy. Socking the stuffing out of the record world with an eight-year string of hits, Five O'Clock World, A Magic Town, You're the One, Land of Milk and Honey, which is my personal favorite. Please, Mr. Sun, that's the tune. Summer Afternoon, Lovers of the World Unite, and now on their first album on reprise Records, blowing the cools, uh, blowing the, the, the cools of fans, new and old, with one of the grooviest sounds under the musical suns.
1: I would love to know who got paid to write that. <laughs> you know what? I, quite frankly, I don't know who wrote that. It was probably our producer, Dick Glasser. I but, was, uh, I I I couldn't I couldn't say that for sure. I have never heard the term "youth Quaker"
0: before. <laughs> I mean, yellow combining that with turtle creek. I mean, that just. Uh, but uh, I I I came across this one recently and I I had to get it because I saw that and the cover just intrigued me yeah that you were 4 clean-cut guys and I would have never pictured you in a psychedelic thing but I guess it was a marketing technique the uh, company tried to use
1: exactly yeah like I said it was the uh, the sign of the times uh, uh, the psychedelic uh, the look the flower image uh, uh, it was great. It was it was great era of music. As a matter of fact, I personally like that album cover, but they 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 changed it. I'll be darned. Yeah, I didn't, didn't realize that. Now, when you were performing um, back
0: when you were performing in Western Pennsylvania, what were some of the venues that you performed at in the early
1: days? Oh, well, uh, Western Pennsylvania. Well, it was quite frankly, it was all over. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but they, you know, it. Even when we had Five O'Clock World and You're the One, uh, we would we would do like the Clark Ray show. We would okay. do uh, 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 as much TV work as we could get and would do record hops. Uh, we'd do like the Red Roosters, uh, uh, La Trobe, I believe it was called Harry's Dance Land. Uh, then would go from uh, there to the Indiana Red Rooster uh, just promoting the record. But mainly when the record uh, You're the One took off, mm-hmm. uh, we went uh, – We actually, we still had jobs. You know, we were working eight hours a day uh, and would go on the weekends, would go uh, to Cleveland, would go to Detroit and Windsor, Canada, just to promote all uh, the records. Mm-hmm. Um during that time
0: period, especially in the early, the early to mid-1960s, the music industry was actually, the sound was changing. You were going from that hard uh, 50s-type rock-type sound to, I guess, going into the what the Beatles have brought in
1: to the beach sound of the Beach Boys and then to Psychedelic. Where did you see the vogues fitting into that? Well, uh, as a matter of fact, when we hit with You're the One and Five O'Clock World, Ninety percent of uh, the U.S. thought we were an English group. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were from England, but uh, of course uh, we weren't. You know, but uh, that was that's that was that uh, type of sound—the Beatles, uh, the Rolling Stones, uh, uh, Dave Clark Five. Uh, uh, that type of sound is what was happening. So, uh, and of course, uh, "You're the One" was written by uh, just a. Uh, super super entertainer and writer, uh Patrilla Clark. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tony Hatch and Patrilla Clark. So yeah, yeah, it lended itself to a uh English uh English uh, sound anyway. And now when you did turn around and look at me, which um that
0: that song always to me sounded like you were trying to appeal to someone's parents.
1: Well <laughs> quite frankly when uh, we had worked so hard on vocal arrangements mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, working uh, to master vocal vocal uh, parts uh, that when we hit with Turn Around, Look at Me, we kind of fell into what we really, really studied for all those years, uh, just good, solid harmony. Mm-hmm. And uh, we... Came out of the studio, would turn around, and we went to our producer's house, and we had listened to an acetate for hours, and uh, just of that song, and we all agreed that that was, we felt that that was a hit record, but little did we know that uh, when it was released, it was, it was not taking off. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was just laying there and uh there was one actually one radio station out of Denver, Colorado, uh, a radio station called Kim Radio mm-hmm. that just laid on it and laid on it and laid on it. They believed the same thing that we did. And uh they uh uh they like I say they kept playing it and playing it and playing it and then finally it, the rest of the country started picking up uh on it and then WLS in Chicago picked it up and i guess after uh maybe 3 months of uh uh playing it became a million seller. Mm-hmm. So and then that put us into the the crossover, the easy listening to the right. actually easy listening and rock uh, and the pop field.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned um what you what you trained to do now were all four of you trained singers or is this something you picked up?
1: No, just something we had picked up and worked so hard with throughout the years. Uh but uh Bill the original lead singer
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh had uh, eight years of voice lessons. And so as a, as a as a kid, right. And uh yeah, he had a powerful voice, but we had all just studied uh what you could <clears throat> You could pull us together, like you had said, uh, on a TV show. You could pull us together right now, and each one of us could sing up our parts when right. we train, because we work so hard. Have you
0: um, and the original members actually gotten together recently to perform? Or
1: uh, I did a show this past year uh, at the Benedum, the Roots of Rock and Roll, mm-hmm. and I had called uh, uh, Bill if he wanted to join me on that, and he... Uh, uh, he couldn't because he had uh, previous uh, engagement—not engagement, but he had previous things to do. And uh, he, of course, Donnie is in Florida, right. so I called Yui, and he says, "Why, sure, I'd be glad to do it." And he says, "We're going to rehearse any," and I says, "No, just study these—you know, the the records. Uh, we're going to do four Four songs, uh, or five, I think it was, five songs. Just study these, uh, uh, those records. He came into the Benetton without any rehearsal and blew them off just like it was 30 years ago. Wow. I mean, didn't miss a note and sounded so good. Now, the the three guys that are with you now, where did they come from? Uh, Bo, after. uh, uh Bill left the original lead singer, uh I had got Bo mm-hmm. and uh take Bill's place and then uh Keith Dix has been with me and I had watched him I'm sure uh, everybody's aware of a group called The Memories. Yes. Uh well Keith came from the Memories. Oh okay. hmm Uh Keith now does all the high tenor parts. Okay. Yes. So um and then the uh the fourth one? Well, actually, there's only three of us. Oh, there's only three of you now. Right. Okay. Uh, Now, when Huey was the first to leave the original group,
0: Mm -hmm. and we
1: had switched all the parts, we had just taken them up. And I was the first tenor, and then we had uh, Bill on uh, the lead, and Donnie came up to... uh, uh, baritone, uh, baritone parts
2: mm-hmm.
1: instead of the bass parts. So we had been when Huey left, we never, we never got another guy. We just kept it at three. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that. And that was for years. Even the stuff that we did on. Um, uh, 20th century was the three of us. Oh, okay. Um, Chuck, I have to take a break right now. We have a
0: few people that are waiting to uh, ask you a few questions, so sure. uh, let's step away for a brief moment now and we'll come back to your calls and Chuck Blasco here on your local station, 590 Radio WMBS, Uniontown.
2: You're listening to my Uncle Bill on. Yes, it's true for most of my life. I spoke the devil and I did my best to dodge anything. I looked at all like words. I was close to standing on corners, smoking cigarettes and talking about anything that I didn't know.
0: Station, 590 Radio, WMBS, yours truly, Bill Alexander, with you on the phone with Chuck Blasco of the Vogues. Chuck and the Vogues will be performing this coming Sunday, July 1st, at the 2001 Independence Day Celebration and Cook-Off at the Uniontown Mall, sponsored by the members of the Fayette Chamber of Commerce. Chuck, how many uh, performances do you do a year?
1: Uh, Well, it varies. Uh I do an awful lot of uh corporate parties. Okay. And uh, uh I'm going to say anywhere between 50 to 60. Oh wow. Yeah. Is that um every weekend or pretty much it averages out to uh almost every weekend. Yes.
0: Cuz I presume you have a a a job that uh, you do Monday through Friday then. Uh no. Oh no, you're not. <laughs>
1: no. Are you watch it. My job is to keep uh, the group busy, and uh, that's exactly what I did. Oh, wow. I, I would like your job then. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'll tell you what. It's, it's 24 hours a day.
0: Oh, I can imagine just, yeah. just trying to do it in um, all the venues that uh, you play throughout the region. Now, do you play outside
1: of uh, western Pennsylvania? No. Huh?
0: So you just basically stay within, this, uh, within the boundaries here then?
1: Exactly. Okay. Which is busy enough. Knock on wood.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I guess it would be. Uh, phone number's here at WMBS, 438-4593, area code 724, pound 590 on a cell, one cellular phone. And right now, let's uh, take a phone call. Hello, Carl. You're online with Chuck Blasco. Greetings. How are you doing, sir? To you and your guest. Well, thank you. It's very interesting, the interview. Well, thank you very much.
1: You have one of my favorite people on the telephone.
0: <laughs> no. Well, I will
1: make this brief. Go ahead. Chuck, I want to thank you for the pleasure coming out of all of you for the hard work and the pleasure I get out of your music. Well, thank you so much. And I'm coming out on July the 1st with pen in hand. All right. And camera. You got it. And I want to thank you and the rest of them. Of course, it takes you all to uh, do this. Yeah, it does. So thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Well, thank you very much,
0: caller one of our avid listeners, and he will. I I believe him. He'll be there with pen in hand, Chuck, just to let you (laughs) know. Yeah,
1: no problem. So
0: will I, just to let you know, too. (laughs) Um, Whenever you guys got started, I take it you knew each other before you uh, performed? Uh, Were you friends, or how did you get together? Oh, yeah,
1: we all went to, uh, quite uh, frankly, we all went to high school, junior high school and high school together. Where did you go to high school? Uh, Turtle Creek High School. Okay. Uh, We actually started in junior high school. Uh, in ninth grade, uh, we had a uh the Valairs together. Oh, that- Uh, But that was the thing to do, and uh, people talk about street corner music, but that's how we started.
0: One thing, and uh, my audience knows this, and I'll just let you know, I teach um, at a local high school in this area, and I teach broadcasting, radio, and television. Mm -hmm. And about uh, at the end of the school year last year, I was talking to the students about how every school had their own group that would go and perform, and the kids would go see, and, and not only that, but you would make the local appearances on the local radio stations throughout the area. And I guess uh, within the last six months to a year, WQED um, did a special on the sound of Pittsburgh. Exactly. And you, you guys were profiled in that.
1: Right. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, our, our career started uh, with Clark Race, uh, Porky Chedwick. Uh, and, and at that point, when we started to do these record hops, we were strictly a cappella we had no band or anything behind us but we'd just go do the record hops and sing and uh that's the, uh, main, uh, that's what the main thing was when you did uh, which one will it be how old were you we were about 18 17 years old okay um and that one is done a cappella correct was... uh no we had backup we did, as matter of fact uh little story behind that the guitar player uh, we did that in Cleveland, Ohio, a, mm-hmm. place, a studio called Hank's Studio. And uh, now why we went to Cleveland at Hank's Studio, I have no idea. Our manager had a connection there. Okay. And uh, uh, anyway, the guitar player on that particular session uh, uh, was supposedly uh, one of the hot guitar players at that point, which he was, really. Uh and as years went on, we, of course, we went on with uh, Choral Records and then Cohen C Records, and then went to Warner Brothers. And lo and behold, the guitar player that played on our first record was the staff producer at Warner's, which was Dick Glasser.
0: a small world!
1: Yes, and uh, uh, he's the one that produced Turnaround and uh, My Special Angel mm-hmm. and all, all the every one of our things on Warner's. Now, um, when you
0: when you did, which one will it be? Was that just a regional hit, or did that go? Uh... No, that
1: was just a regional hit, okay. although we were on a national uh, national label, uh, but it was just a regional hit.
0: Okay. Um, again, we have another call here for you, Chuck, four three eight four five nine three. Hello, call. You're online with Chuck Blasco.
1: William, how are we doing tonight? Doing fine. How are you doing, Arnie? Real good. Hi, Chuck. Hi, Arnie. How are you? Real good, thank you. That's good. The reason I'm calling, two things. Uh, Chuck, you need to tell the people the story about you and Pat Clark, with you're the one because of her originally pulling her record off the charts. Okay. And can you tell us also about when you're talking about Turnaround? You were the third group to do it, basically. Glenn Campbell and the Letterman did it. They couldn't get a hit with it. How right. did you do it? Uh, well, uh, uh, Pat Clark had a. Uh, 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 and Tony Hatch, of course, that was. Uh, uh, album cut that they had on Pat Clark's album. Well, they had pulled that uh, off of the album, and she was getting a, a ton of airplay. As a matter of fact, she had a hit with it in England. Uh, uh, the record company uh, asked her if she wanted to release this in the States, and we also was like going up the charts fast. And she says, "By all means, not." I wrote the song. These guys have a hit record with it. Let them alone. <laughs> so she she got the uh, she got the writing royalties, but uh, thank God she didn't release hers <laughs> uh, here in the states because uh, she was she was much bigger than us as far as uh, hit records go. And that was our first hit. Uh, I know you had told me that story quite a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, she. Uh, she kind of let us uh, let us have the uh, limelight on that, and uh, thank God she did, because that was uh, the start of our career. Okay, well, we're looking forward to seeing you on Sunday. Well, thank you, and we are too. I <laughs> uh, give my best to bow also. I, I definitely will. Okay, hey, Bill, we'll see you later
0: too. Thank you, Arnie. Okay, Thanks for thank your call. call. Bye. Bye-bye. Arnie Amber from our Saturday afternoon uh, oldies program here at WMBS. And um, another uh, another big Vogue's fan, Arnie actually is the one that uh, told me how to get in touch with you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but 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 Pet uh, Clark, how did you ever get the song?
1: Uh, we got it off of the, uh, her album. Oh, okay. Uh, she had it on an album, and they released they uh, took You're the One off of her album in England, and she was get uh, she had a hit record with it mm-hmm. in England. And they asked her if they uh, wanted to uh, bring it out in the states because there was another group that had it out. And she said, "By all means, no. I have a hit with it in England, and these guys have a hit with it in the states, and I wrote it. So, right. you know."
0: Now, Arnie mentioned that the Letterman and Glenn Campbell also tried it. Now, does your version ever get confused with the Letterman's
1: uh, "Turn Around"? Yeah, no. Okay. No, I think our version of Turnaround was so uh, different than The Letterman that uh, there was no confusion at all. And Glenn Campbell, quite frankly, Glenn Campbell was a – now, this is what he had told us, because we uh, we became friends with Glenn Campbell after we uh, did his TV show and uh, did the song. But he was a co-writer in that, but never got credit. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, other than, than the music you performed,
0: did you ever do any commercials? or uh, I know during that time, fr- that time uh, frame that a lot of performers were doing um, their own versions of songs for national advertisers such as say Coca-Cola or Pepsi. as and a Coke matter Coke. of
1: fact, we did the uh, Coca-Cola. And yeah. what did you do so, what, what did you do different with Coke? Uh, we kind of put a little twist to five o'clock world. Oh, okay, uh, with, uh, with the Coca-Cola thing. But that, yeah, that was that was real nice. Now, um, when when did you guys realize that you were making it big? Uh, oh boy. Uh, after I, I guess you could say after our third hit record, uh, which was Magic Time, mm-hmm. and uh, we had, at at uh, You're the One and Five O'Clock World, uh, we were still we still had eight-hour jobs, right? And uh, when the third record started taking off, we all sat down together and uh, told each other and looked at each other and, hey, should we do this? Uh, let's take a shot on this. You know, it comes around once in a lifetime, and we did. Uh, and, hey, this, it, it's just like any other business. You have your ups and downs and cooling off periods. Mm-hmm. But, uh, thank God we stuck with it because uh, uh, we went for quite a while without a hit record after uh, uh, Cohen C, after Magic Time and Land of Milk and Honey, and then, mm-hmm. then we did have a cooling off period, and that's when we made the switch from Cohen C to Warners. Uh, but it was like a year and a half, a year uh, after uh, those records that we had another one. Mm-hmm. Now, out of all the songs that you've performed, do you have a favorite, personally? Personally, yeah, I do. I ha uh of course, Turnaround Look at Me was a million seller. Mm-hmm. Uh but out of all of them I like Magic Town. Uh, Why is that? Well, it just tells a it's almost like a uh Uh, Five o'clock world thing. It does have a story behind it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the five o'clock world was about the working guy that got up every morning and, uh, you know, at five o'clock when the whistle blew, you know, his day was over. Right. Uh, But Magic Town talked about our business, uh, the show business. Mm -hmm. You, you told me these streets were all paved with gold, uh, but they're really not.
2: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: Uh, and the blinking light uh, uh, in my bedroom and. Uh, it just talks about uh, how tough that business is.
0: On the CD I have, which was a a re-release from Rhino Records Mm in uh, 1988, the Vogue's greatest hits, there's one on here called Just the Way You Are. Uh It was previously unreleased. You recorded it in uh, May of 66. Do you remember
1: why it wasn't released? You know what? I I don't. Do you remember the song? Uh, Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Yes, I do. Uh, but I, I have
0: no idea. It always intrigues me when I get stuff like this, and it says, previously unreleased, and you, and you always wonder, why didn't they release it, and why, say, 20-some
1: years later, that they're, they put it on a compilation album? Well, I think too, that sometimes uh, as a promotion uh, type thing too, the Vogue's greatest hits, yeah, but uh, uh, they put some things on an album that uh, to enhance Cells, to something that's right. never been out there.
0: Right. Um, I'm looking at the other album that I have from uh, the Reprise label, and I'm looking, and pretty much,
1: other than I Kept It Hid, uh-huh. everything else has been, I mean, is familiar. I keep It Hid was written by Jimmy Webb. Oh, okay. And uh we wanted as a group to uh, to bring that out as a single and Warner's didn't do it. Why not? Uh I they they felt stronger about other material. Okay. And uh, uh we kind of got overruled at that point uh by uh, Warner's, but we felt that that was so strong.
0: And the ones uh the the real popular ones on this is the Impossible Dream, My mm-hmm. Special Angel and My Special Angel and Turn around, turn around and look at me. Mhm um and then the other ones i guess would be considered b sides that uh, they do get some airplay i do hear them in this area uh-huh. but i've never really heard them nationally um do you notice whenever you listen to the radio in this area that there're certain songs that get more airplay now than uh, other songs that were national hits
1: uh yeah i do uh and which is to me is great like like i said uh i keep it hit is i think one of our better uh, songs. And lyrically, it was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of course, Jimmy Webb is a <laughs> tremendous writer. Right.
0: Um, well, we're getting up here to the top of the hour. And Chuck, I appreciate you taking time, especially this late in the evening.
1: Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: And I enjoyed it. And I look forward to seeing you on Sunday with the rest of the guys. And again, we will be uh, we will be at the uh, Uniontown Mall on the Sunday, July 1st, and have they told you what time you're getting underway?
1: Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, we're doing uh, uh 8 o'clock show. Okay, 8 o'clock
0: show. Yeah. I was told this evening what time it was, but... Uh for some reason, I didn't have it written down. My, my wife is the one that contacted you guys.
1: So. Uh, yeah, we do a uh, 8 o'clock show. We're yeah. there. at uh, We have an hour to set up uh, stage, and that sound, of course, is already going to be there. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll be there uh, probably about 7 o'clock. So
0: uh, we look forward to it, and hopefully we can um, grab you um, around that time and possibly uh, talk to you real quickly before you guys go on stage.
1: That would be great.
0: Thank you again, Chuck, and I look forward to hearing you on Sunday.
1: Thanks, Bill, and it was a a pleasure being on your show.
0: Well, you have a great night, and we'll see you on Sunday. Thank you, and you do the same. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Well, that was Chuck Blasco of the Vogue's here at 590 Radio WMBS. Again, they will be at the Uniontown Mall at the 2001 Fayette County Independence Day Celebration and Cook-Off. And as uh, Chuck said, he will be. Uh, they will be performing at eight o'clock. They'll be at the festival itself around seven, so you can meet and greet. But uh, they will be on stage at eight. And if I keep my fingers crossed, they start. They start with five o'clock world because that's the one that everybody knows and they know the words to. But it's a great time if you've never really seen a uh, a group perform live. This is the one to go see to be your first one. They do a wonderful job. Chuck again is. Uh, the uh, only original member of the Vogue's that are performing. I mean, the ones that worked the early years, the Vogue's. But it's still a wonderful show. We look forward to having him here. And uh, the Vogue's are being brought to you by, this year, by Crown American Uniontown Mall and, of course, your local station for good time oldies, 590 Radio, WMBS. Without me rambling on right now, let, let, let let's hear this guy talk about it. Sound good to you? Hi, this is Chuck Flasco of the Vogue And I'm Bill Alexander inviting you to celebrate this Independence Day with a bang at the annual Independence Day Festival and Cook Off, July first, two thousand one at the Uniontown Mall. Plus get your chance to vote for the best ribs and wings in the county as local restaurants serve up their best. The fun starts at noon with music by the Voodoo Baby, sponsored by Albert Gallatin Home Care and Hospice, Chandler and the Vogue, sponsored in part by Crown American Uniontown Mall, and your local station for oldies, WMBS. There is fun from the whole family, kids can enjoy the moonwalk, see the animals in the petting zoo, and play games of all kinds. Adults can sample the county's best ribs and wings while enjoying the awesome music. On top of all that, you can enjoy the star-spangled finale to the day the fantastic fireworks display starting at 9.30. Admission is only $2 per person, which includes all the entertainment. Children under 12 are free. This event is sponsored by the members of the Fayette Chamber of Commerce, and especially by Crown American Unions and Mall, All, Faco Reynolds, Namacola Woodlands Resort and Spa, National City Bank, Albert Gallison Home Care and Hospice, Romeo and Coca-Cola, of course, and WMBS. You're listening to Bill Alexander, the way radio was meant to sound, on your local station, Five
1: Radio, WMBS. Deep down inside, I know I still love
2: her.
0: 590 Radio WMBS. There's the Jimmy Webb piece he was talking about. Keep it hit. You're in your local station, 590 WMBS. That was a pleasure for me. As I mentioned to you guys before, uh, it has always been a fascination to me because I own some of the equipment. But last year, as I told everybody on stage, and I told Chuck in an interview that I did before, and I didn't mention it tonight, but I'll bring it up again on Sunday when I introduce them. The Vogue's are one of the very few... CDs that that if I can't get Daniel to sleep, he will listen to Vokes and he will be out. Because it's it's enjoyable music and he even enjoys it. He even dances to it now, which makes it more enjoyable. But uh, that's going to be happening on Sunday around 8 o'clock. Actually, Daniel will be on stage with me when I introduce them, So we're going to be looking forward to that. Hopefully you can come out. Uh, we're going to be giving away more passes this week. This uh, weekend, but not only this weekend, but also tomorrow, Friday, during Timothy's show and also Jim Morgan's program. And then Arnie and Kevin are going to be giving out uh, two sets of passes on Saturday. So uh, you got plenty of time to win passes, but if not, it's very reasonable to get in. It's only 2 bucks to get into the gate, and you can have a good time. Of course, you have to pay to have the ribs and everything. But uh, it's wonderful food. It's a wonderful day of entertainment, and it's a nice way to just uh, say thank you to everybody in Fayette County. It's the largest one-day event in the area, and last year they had over 17,000 people actually go to the event and 25,000 people watching the fireworks at 930 at night. This year we're trying to do better and make it bigger and better and have more people actually attend. Now, I know there's some, uh, some rumors about some rain happening on Sunday. The event is going to be going on rain or shine. Now, just to let you know this, there are covered activities in case we get a brief shower. And the stage is covered, and you can go eat, and you can hear the music, even if it's drizzling ever so slightly. But if at 7 o'clock they realize they're going to have a problem with the fireworks, the rain date for the fireworks only. Now, ready? The rain dates for the fireworks only will be on July 4th. So just wanted to pass that along to you. But just in case if they get a really bad rain on Sunday, which it's not going to happen, we're going to think positive thoughts, the rain date is on Sunday. Well, that's going to wrap up our number one of this radio program. I'm enjoying myself. Hopefully you are too. We'll be back with your calls and open line conversation. Here on your local station for the only talk program in Fayette County here at 590 Radio WMBS Uniontown. It is now 11 o'clock and time for AP Network News. Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumpke is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumpke will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumpke. Apply now at rumpkecareers.com. Equal opportunity employer. Restrictions apply.
1: At FedEx. We're making reusable packaging our priority because Earth is our priority. Our goal is to be carbon neutral by 2040. We call it Priority Earth. FedEx, where now meets next. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that...